episode six of the podcast. I'm pretty excited that I've actually done six episodes. I'm not going to lie. Committing to regular uh, content for the uh, podcast was actually something that really scared me. So I'm giving myself a little pat on the back right now. But I actually had really great feedback about the last episode in how to get clients to commit. So thank you to everybody who reached out to me and told me they could really resonate with this. Um, There is just something really comforting about hearing other EPs and practitioners resonate and understand the feelings that you have when you think that you're alone and you're the only person that's doubting yourself about this. So um, it is really nice. I'm, I'm really looking forward to continuing down the journey of this and uh, seeing what else you guys really resonate with in terms of maybe your career or even just personal development too. I'm a huge sucker for that. So at some point, I'm probably going to go on a tangent about some silly, well, I don't think it's silly, but some sort of personal development content and you're all going to be like this girl's a nut job but anyway I love it so now uh just a little uh I guess request (laughs) if you find value in this podcast I would really uh appreciate this if you could share it on your social media or with a friend a colleague send them the links whatever it is um if you think they would also find value in it that would be really helpful. I would really love to help more EPs learn about women's health and just generally being able to further your skills as a practitioner because I secretly, well, I'm not secret about it because I'm telling everybody on a podcast, but I would love to see EPs become like the leading healthcare practitioner that people actively seek out when it comes to getting help for their health because I think we're really awesome and no one I'm I'm sick of being like oh you don't know what an EP is here let me explain like it would be nice if people just knew how good we were (laughs) so uh share basically moral of the story share around spread the word let's change the industry now before we get into the topic of today and I'd love to just give you a little bit of a recap on what's been happening in the last two weeks for me because I love hearing about what people are doing behind the scenes and maybe you do too. So uh, at the moment, I'm chipping away at this month's content for the mentorship program. We are in the fifth month, which is crazy. I can't believe we're already in the fifth month and it's the postnatal module. So we're covering all things recovery from birth, the specifics of pelvic floor function and how it's impacted by various delivery modes. Um, Also, we're talking a lot about how to return clients back to full exercise capacity, uh, including high impact training and high volume training for those more athletic populations. That is one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really looking forward to presenting the webinars to the group. The first one is tomorrow evening. So um, looking forward to that. I'm also in the middle of a few educational courses because I love learning. They're nothing like major, but um, some business courses and also some just general knowledge, but I'm going to share more information about them later. So I don't want to like tell you too soon. Um, I'm notorious for signing up to a thousand different things at the same time because I just want everything in my brain straight away. So if you understand that feeling, then you'll understand that feeling. Now, um, what else am I doing? Oh, I'm currently in a live launch phase with my one-on-one client programs. So I've been putting together email marketing campaigns and website updates for that. If anyone here does a live launch for a program or a service that you run and you're just getting a group of people at the same time to sign up for something, you can probably imagine that this is actually takes up quite a lot of time and it's quite 
daunting, to be honest. Uh, sales is something that I have always really sucked at, to be quite honest. So I have a really hard time doing that. Um, and I've had to really work on how I can personally implement this because, you know, if you have a really great service and no one knows about it because you don't know how to market, um, or they don't really think it's for them because you also don't know how to market, then you can't help people and no one will get your help. So if I'm going to try and help heaps of women, because that's my goal, I have to be able to market and sell stuff and, I'm sick of, I hate cringy sales techniques. So I've just avoided sales and just hoped that people found me, but that's not ideal when you're trying to make a business. So I've had to put a lot of effort into that. Now that basically leads me into today's topic of importance. Um, sorry, the topic of today's content, the podcast, eh, whatever. I could probably edit that little section out, but I don't have time to edit. So I'm trying to just video and film this all in one go. Um, but let's recap. That brings me to today's topic, which is the importance of having a phased treatment protocol. Kind of comes off the back of last week's episode or last fortnight's episode where we talked about getting people to commit and signing up to like a 12-week program, which is what I do, not what you have to do, but that's my kind of, I guess, business model. Um, But I want to be completely honest here and say for a very long time, I would just run an initial assessment, prescribe a couple of exercises based on what came up in the initial assessment. Um, I, I would just basically go, see you next time. Um, get them to come in when it sort of suited them. They come to their follow-up. I ask them how they went. They'd be like, ah, you know, like I didn't really know about that exercise. So I just stopped doing it. Or like, um, I didn't really do all of those exercises because I didn't like them. So I did those ones instead, or I didn't really do anything, or I was really good in the first week, but I didn't keep going. And so then I'd sort of assess where they were at. And then I'd give them a a couple of other exercises, or maybe we'd talk a little bit more about how to be consistent. Um, And I'd basically say, see you next time again. And they'd be like, oh, can we push it a month? Because like, I've got stuff on or um, like, I just don't have the finances at the moment or whatever the hell their excuse was. Um, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. And in the back of my head, I'm like, mate, we know, we both know you're not going to do this. And we both know you're not going to be adherent to your program and you don't really care about what I'm trying to do for you. Cause if you were, you'd be coming back next week. Um, and I probably just didn't have the balls to tell them like, you have to be here next week or in two weeks, because that's when I need to see you. That comes with confidence clearly, but that's what I did for a very long time and wondered why I wasn't getting anywhere. Um, anywho, fast forward to now. And I have a solid treatment protocol in place that I have designed based on scientific research and clinical practice or clinical experience, should I say, because we all know that often the clinical experience tells us way more than the scientific research does. But um, creating a phased treatment method was honestly the game changer in so many ways. I want to explain to you how. So let's start by talking about how this helped me personally, just in me, in myself, nothing else, just in me. Now, because I have this phased treatment protocol, I have so much more confidence in being able to tell people what they actually need and be able to explain why. So I can basically walk them through the phases And tell them like, this is what 
you're going to do and this is what you need and this is why. Um, and I don't feel like I'm trying to sell as much. So that was obviously the selling thing for me is a big thing. Um, but I have a very clear direction for clients, which helps me feel so much more confident in delivering a program and actually getting results. So the direction thing has been huge. I have a direction for the assessment because I know what I'm looking for. I have direction for each exercise, uh, I guess, progression or why I'm progressing them and the, the theories behind it. Um, it gives me so much more like this is what I need to do and I'm not just winging it because most of the times before I'd be like, oh, they've got back pain. Okay, let's just like, I don't know, assess how they move in their back or something. I don't know. Let's just see what they do. Um, whereas now I've got like specific things that I'm asking them to do. So if you do that, I get you. Um, and now I know this program actually works. This treatment protocol works. I've applied it to so many clients. I've refined it over my time in specializing in pelvic health. Um, so it, it really is so much easier getting clients on board um, in terms of selling it to them because I don't have to convince them about why they need it. And um, I can just explain, this is the phases of treatment that you need to go through to get your result. So if that's what you want, this is what you are needing to do. And I know that it works. I'm not like, oh God, I don't know if this is going to help this person. Like unless the person's really showing like some sort of random, I guess, symptom presentation and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't really know. Like, is this going to help? Um, mostly that's like where I would refer out to a women's health physio um, for me, but personally, but I really think that it, it really does help with that, um, that confidence to tell people what they need. You know what it is. Now, how has this actually helped my clients? That's a really good question. Um, because a lot, it really has. Now, number one, there is zero uncertainty around what they're committing to. So they're not here like, oh, is this person going to try and sign me up for like ongoing personal training, which some people try or think I try to do because I have that more healthy population background or training background. They don't really, they're not really like, oh, is this going to be like a two week thing? Like, do I need three sessions? Am I going to be here for six months? Um, there's no real uncertainty for them. So they know what they're signing up for. They know how much time they're going to be committing to it. They know that they're going to be seeing you regularly and they're going to be in a certain amount of time frame like their sessions sorry will be in that certain amount of time frame so it's so much easier for them they also know how much it's going to cost them right from day one so they're like okay I can afford this or maybe I can't afford this or maybe I need to allocate some savings to this or whatever that might be people buy because of very different reasons um, and they can spend money for very different reasons or their own beliefs around money so I feel like understanding the cost up front and being certain about what that includes helps people feel like yep I'm in sign me up. Now they're also going to be aware of how each exercise is going to get them to their end goal, which is so important when it comes to program adherence. So you can now explain to them the reason why you're doing all of these exercises is to get you to here. And if you don't do them and you don't succeed at getting, I guess, the adaptation that we are trying to achieve with this exercise, we can't push you to the next phase. So they're not going to go home and just pick their favorite exercises and avoid the ones they don't like, unless of course it's causing them problems, but like it makes them go, oh, I know I need to do this because otherwise I can't move on. And then I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting my money and I'm not going to get results. So it makes so much more sense for them. They understand also that if they don't do their homework and they don't get results, it's their fault because you've explained to them how this works. 
So unless, of course, your exercise programming is not that great, which I'm hoping that most of you are pretty good at, um, or at least refining as you go, maybe. But they almost a little bit have that little bit of self of like they take on the onus themselves a little bit more, which is super helpful. Now, how has this helped from a business sense? <sighs> the business side. If you're not into business, you can skip past this. But it's very, very valuable. I have a program now that I put people through. So I know how much that costs per person. And I know how much time that's going to be for that person. So let's say my 12-week program, I know is going to generate a specific amount of income for each person in that 12 weeks. So I know how it's going to impact my business numbers. I know how much, how many people that I might need to have to take on at that time to meet my certain income goals. So it has definitely been a very easy way to navigate business numbers in a sense of meeting specific needs for myself. So that is definitely easier versus like, you know, um, this client's coming in for an initial, I don't know how long they're going to be here, how much how much investment are they worth to the business? Who knows? So I had a lot of troubles initially in my early days, understanding how important business numbers were and tracking your numbers. And it wasn't until I joined like a couple of random chicks that I met through training um, in this business group that were like, oh, Courtney, tell me about your business numbers. And I was like, what do you mean? I work 40 hours a week and I have this many clients. And they're like, yeah, but how much income does that generate you? And like, how much, are you, how much is like a per client spend with you? And I was like, um, I'll be back next week with that answer <laughs> and then got completely confused. So um, if you're not tracking numbers and you're in business, you need to start doing this. You need to learn that because, man, you're just ripping yourself off. You don't even realize. <laughs> so go do that. Now, also, let's talk about how else this helped my business. So clients are feeling so much more confident in what they're signing up for, which has made conversion rates so much easier from initial inquiry. So I can advertise the program, obviously, if I wanted to, but I can, once people inquire, converting them over is so much easier. It's because I know what I'm selling. I know how to walk them through the phases. I know that's going to work for them. It's like, I have no doubt. So they trust me. It's so much better. I mean, getting them to inquire in the first place is often harder now for me. So um, really good for that. It has also helped build my reputation as an EP. So, so much so, obviously, um, I mean, I've dived down pelvic health very much like in a dramatic way and I only do that. So it's definitely helped me build that reputation around being like the pelvic health EP that I wanted to be. Um, but it has helped me start the mentorship program. So even my reputation as an EP in the industry has changed because I have such a specific approach that I've been able to, other other people see this now and they're like, oh, how come I don't know all of this? Or how can I learn all of this? Um, I've developed this treatment protocol that I pretty much now teach in the mentorship program. Um, I've taught it in a face-to-face -face workshop in a very small format, um, but I'm able to now pass that on to them so that they can help treat their clients. And I'm sure they're all applying it just the way that I do and seeing the results too, or seeing the importance of that phased treatment. Now, that's how the benefits are of me, my clients and my business. Now, how is this relevant though, if you're someone who doesn't specialize in something, because I'm sure you're all sitting there thinking like, court, hang on a second, mate. Like I have all of these random conditions. Like there's no way I can apply a phase treatment protocol to like all of them. Um, like they don't fit the same, the same issues or the same sort of treatment. Now, 
great question. I want to talk a little bit about this because I think it would be so helpful for, for you to really think about who your key clients are that you tend to see maybe the most, or maybe the ones that you want to work with a little bit more. Maybe you just haven't got them yet. And this would help you bring in new clients that you want to see. So um, if you're seeing, maybe you're seeing a lot of injury management, who knows? Maybe you're seeing a lot of uh, behavioral management. Um, maybe you're seeing a lot of clients that are more around mental health. I don't know. Who knows what you see, but think about the ones that you maybe see mostly um, or that you tend to attract more. That could also be something you can look at or maybe who you want to attract more. Um, clients who need progressive overload are usually the ones that this works for a lot better with um, or maybe like exposure to things slowly could also help. But think about like, how adding layers, how can you like, which clients need layers added slowly over time? That's probably a really good way to sort of think about this in a non-exercise, um, progressive overloading, strength training type sense. You could apply this to theories around behavior change uh, for those that maybe need something more about like education. So like chronic pain, for example, or maybe mental health conditions or like behavior change therapies or something like I don't do any of these, so I can't really give you specifics. But if you have to walk people through a specific amount of education um, that they then apply to their routine, this could be the phases that you're you're applying or developing or building for those particular clients. Um, if you're really not sure how you could do this, I encourage you to sit down and think about the key things that you tend to do with those specific clients that have the same condition that you tend to find yourself repeating. So if you're like always telling people, oh, you need to go do this or educating them about this particular topic, this is a pattern that of programming, technically, um, you might uh, find that there is a theme amongst these clients and that could be put into a phased protocol where you cover phase one, you cover certain aspects of education and then maybe the next phase you dive deeper into education and application to exercise or how they can apply it to their lifestyle. Um, I don't know. The world is your oyster when it comes to this, but I want you to also keep in mind that this isn't something that needs to be like a real thing in a sense of like you're advertising and selling this, or this is how like when you, when people come in, like, oh, you're signing up to this, it has to just be something that, or it doesn't have to be, but it could just be something that you have clarity on as a practitioner and that you are feeling confident um, in being able to deliver or explain to clients, like this is the treatment phases that we work through for someone like you in this sort of health condition or whatever it is that person's seeing you for. So it doesn't have to be like the four phases of pelvic floor rehab, like I kind of do because I have a very different approach to how I run my business um, and I'm targeting that market. But for you in a general clinic where you're seeing everybody, it doesn't have to be like that. It could just be something that you go, okay, I'm going to move people through this phase and this phase and this phase and this phase, and this will give them this outcome. And if they aren't sure about why they're here, I can explain all this in their initial assessment. And then it gives you a lot of reason to get them to come back in regularly and talk them through the next phase, whatever it is for you. So I really want you to have a little think about that. I would absolutely love for you to, to hear your thoughts on this 
Um, maybe if there's something that you're already doing, if you're already doing something similar to this, I would love for you to share this because I think this is something that we really need to get a little bit more education on and like how we uh, talk clients through process and like get them to be on a bit more long-term because we are that long-term practitioner. And it's pretty hard to do that without feeling like you're selling them training sessions all the time. Um, so if you're doing something, please let me know. Send me on a direct message on Instagram or you can send me over an email if you want, whatever. Uh, let me know if this has also helped your clients as well or helped you, uh, whatever it is that you're doing. Or maybe you sort of like, this is the first time you've ever thought about this and you're excited about it and you can resonate with this and you like want to put something into place. I'd love to hear that too. Um, so please share. Now, that is a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you walk away with this with a few new things to think about in how you can improve your service as an EP or a healthcare practitioner, whatever that might be. You could apply this to like a lot of other healthcare uh, professions. So I would love to also hear about those because how that varies across platforms, uh, professions, sorry, is really interesting to me. Um, otherwise, thanks for tuning in and listening. I really, really appreciate every one of you being inside this podcast community. Um, if you aren't already part of my social community, make sure you head all over to um, at School of Women's Health because I'm on Instagram most of the time. Um, drop me a hello or tell me how you, how you feel about this episode or if there's anything in particular that you'd love to talk more about, let me know. Otherwise, have a fabulous rest of your day and um, we'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.